My friends, today the church celebrates the solemnity of uh, the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, also known as Corpus Christi. Uh, and today, uh, I think it's important that we reflect a little bit upon the reality of uh, the Eucharist and what we believe as Catholics, uh, and then some pro- we'll transition some practical elements for how that belief should be lived out. Uh, what do we believe? The Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. We believe that in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, Real bread and wine is transformed, is changed into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ himself. Uh, and that what we call the Eucharist is, in fact, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of God himself. That this is not a sign, a symbol, it's not whatever, it's definitely not bread, uh, and it's definitely not wine. That within the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, what was bread and wine is Changed. It's transformed. The theological term is transubstantiation, that the substance changes while the accidental properties, the look, taste, and smell, um, and all that, uh, remains the same. So it still looks and tastes like bread and like wine, but that the substance has changed, and that the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, so that Because with substance, substance is what a thing is, right? So when we, what's the substance of of this? This is an iPhone. You point to it and say, this is an iPhone. You point to this and say, this is a book. Um, You can't point to the Eucharist and say, that's bread. This is bread. Uh, No, it's not. That's (laughs) the wrong answer. This is, the Eucharist is body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that we uh, believe this. And as Catholics, this should make these last three months all the more difficult for us being separated because we're not just separated from a communal meal. We're not just separated from some symbolic reality. And in fact, even a computer screen uh, and watching Mass on TV as Um, helpful as that is in second place, it is a far and exponentially less effective second place. Um, Because the reality is Jesus Christ is present here on this altar and that we worship and adore him. Uh, That this is the mystery of the Eucharist uh, in which we believe. And so many um, having been being separated from receiving our Lord in Holy Communion by which we are Uh, nourished. In the sequence uh, we just sung, lo, the angel's food is given to the pilgrim who has striven. Um, This is the panis angelicus, the the food of angels, right? Uh, That this is this is the bread from heaven. Uh, It's the real body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Our Lord says in the gospel, whoever eats my, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. That we need the Eucharist. We need to be nourished by the body and blood, the flesh and blood of Jesus himself. And that when we receive the Eucharist theologically, you know, when I, when I eat normal food, I, that food becomes me, right? Like, it's a very complex chemical thing. But, um, you know, uh, whatever I'm going to have for lunch, probably a nice cheeseburger today, is going to be changed into Father Casey. Like, that's the reality of what happens to food. Uh, It gets absorbed into the body. It gets changed into what the body needs for fuel and energy. And then there's um, the leftover is waste. Uh, And that's what happens with food. When we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, 
He doesn't change into us. Rather, we are changed into him. So spiritually, sacramentally, we become more Christ-like when we receive our Lord in the Eucharist. And rather than him being changed into us, we're changed into him. We should have tremendous sadness because of not being able to uh, receive him in this way uh, these last number of months. And how many people have been so joyful, at least here in the Archdiocese of Hartford, to be able to return to daily Mass and to receive our, be able to receive our Lord, even if not on a Sunday, during the week. Um, and I hope that Sunday Mass will return very, very soon. Um, then we have the reality of what today is, Corpus Christi, that why do we even celebrate today? Well, because we celebrated the institution of the Eucharist as part of our Holy Thursday celebration. And so on Holy Thursday is when our Lord instituted the Eucharist, but Holy Thursday is in the midst of a lot of other things going on. It's in the middle of Holy Week, it's toward the end of Holy Week, and that we're entering into the Passion. We're entering into the full celebration of the Passion, Death, and Resurrection of our Lord. And so on Holy Thursday, we don't have the opportunity to really stop and um, contemplate the Eucharist with as much time as we would like uh, because we've got to move on with the Triduum. Uh, but the Church has given us then in her love and wisdom today, Corpus Christi, where we get to go back to that mystery. We get to reflect on it again. And so that's what today is. Corpus Christi is the ability to go back and reflect upon um, what we didn't have time to really lovingly adore, the mystery we didn't have time to lovingly adore uh, within the celebration of the Triduum. Which brings us now to our first practical point, is that on this Corpus Christi, uh, we should renew our love for the sacramental practice which exactly mirrors this feast, which is Eucharistic adoration. You see, in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, when the priest elevates the Eucharist, it would be nice to be able to stay there for an hour during our Lord, but we can't. We've got to move on with the rest of Mass. And so the Church has a sacramental practice of what's called exposition of the Most Blessed Sacrament uh, to allow for adoration, where our Lord is um, placed in the monstrance for a more prolonged period of time so that we can adore him. So that what we don't have the time to do within the Mass, because we have to move on with um, the sacrifice, it, we, have, we come back to after the fact. The Church, very sadly, so many moved against Eucharistic adoration in the last 50 years, and uh, we can be very grateful, in a particular way, to St. John Paul II, who really kind of said, like, no, we need to get back to this practice, and we never lost it, and we need to have a renewed love for it. And our own Archbishop, Archbishop Blair, so much promotes Eucharistic adoration within our diet. It's still a decree that he put out that every parish in the whole archdiocese should be having at least one hour of adoration every week, um, that we need to have this time to spend with our Lord. On a very practical level, today at St. Francis, we're going to have adoration from the conclusion of Mass all the way until 6 o'clock p.m., and that is open to the public. So please do um, come and spend time with our Lord. And that if you don't regularly partake of this practice of coming for Eucharistic adoration, which again here at St. Francis is every weeknight, Monday to Friday, from 5 to 6 p.m., uh, do that. Let that be a practical resolution, this Corpus Christi, to live um, the sacramental practice that mirrors today's feast, to spend time with our Lord in adoration, that what we can't pause to do during the Mass, 
we do, um, we return to, uh, to really just rest in the presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. Second practical point is that we should, because we believe that our Lord is sacramentally present in the Most Blessed Sacrament, that the appropriate gesture on our part, on our part when we're in the presence of our Eucharistic Lord is the genuflection. That whenever we come into our church or leave the church or in the presence of our Lord in the Eucharist, that we genuflect. And that uh, to, genu- to, on this Corpus Christi, examine how do we genuflect and do we do it with love, right? To genuflect isn't like a little trip. It's not like a little curtsy, right? To genuflect is to take our right knee and put it all the way to the ground whenever we enter into the presence of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, here reserved in the tabernacle and absolutely in Eucharistic adoration. And then I genuflect, you know, a number of times during the Mass. Whenever our Lord is present, we genuflect. We pause, we stop, right knee, all the way to the ground. If your knee doesn't touch the ground, do it again. It's better to show that reverence to our Lord. If you can't kneel or or genuflect, then it's appropriate to stop and from the waist make a full bow. Not again, just like a little head nod. It's so disrespectful to our Lord. Uh, A little curtsy, you know, it's disrespectful. It doesn't pause, recognize, who are we paying respect to? How should this genuflection be an act of love? By the very way we genuflect, people should be able to say, there, there's someone who loves our Lord. And those who aren't aware of our Lord in the Eucharistic presence, rather than by necessarily our teaching, they should be able to learn just as much about our, the real presence of our Lord through seeing how we genuflect, the honor we pay our Lord in the Eucharist. And then the final practical principle we can reflect upon uh, today and renew our practice of is something I've talked about a lot these last three months, is making a good thanksgiving after Mass. That when we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, we shouldn't just run away and go do whatever else we're supposed to do, right? How ridiculous would it be to be at someone's house for dinner and like the food is barely off the plate and I'm still chewing it and see you later, right? Like that's not all the more so when we receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of God himself. And so to take some time and make a good Thanksgiving, here at St. Francis, we're going to start trying to encourage like a good 10 minutes even. It may feel like a long time, um, but a saint once said, you say that your prayer and the Mass is long, but that's because your love is short. Um, that we should try to elongate our love. That we should take that time in silence, talking to our Lord, being there with Him. Sometimes it's not practical with a lot of kids running around and if it's already been a long Mass and everything, but we should still try. We shouldn't just throw in the towel, make a good Thanksgiving after Mass, kneel and pray in silence, give our Lord that time to really say thank you. We really believe that we receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And so on this Corpus Christi, uh, we should renew our uh, dedication to making that good Thanksgiving after Mass as a sign of our belief in the real presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. And so these are the three practical elements we can be renewed in today. Um, that we should go to the Eucharistic Adoration, even come today if you're able, uh, between, not, between the end of Mass and 6 p.m., to be sure that we're always, our genuflection is an act of real love and reverence, um, and that to really try to make a good Thanksgiving after Holy Mass, thanking our Lord uh, for the honor of receiving him. This is the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. We believe that our Lord is truly present in the Eucharist. May we always 
be nourished and appreciate and love this gift of the Holy Eucharist, which our Lord gives us out of his sheer goodness and love for us.